0: This is the Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Monday, and it's going to be such a sweet Monday. It's going to be dark, and it's going to be light. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be sad. Actually, I don't think it'll be sad. Maybe no, we're not going to let Chris talk. <laughs> what, Chris? It's Medal of Honor Monday tonight. We have a judge not rec- recusing, I almost said recruising, that's not a word, recusing himself, indictment numero cuatro, that's Mexican for four, we'll talk about that, Joe Biden and his cold-hearted comments, asylum seekers, Disney+, Plus raising prices, the lamentation of the working man, and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show+. Plus. I'm buying a gun. You know, cheat me. I've been avoiding it forever. I've finally had enough. I'm buying a gun. I'll get to all that shortly, but I want to get to something. I have to explain myself here. Uh, this is going to be about, this is going to be a theme for tonight. Some nights we have themes. And I need to explain myself before I get into the stories and before I get into the themes. This there's, This first one's about this New York judge for Trump who's not... He's not going to d- recuse himself. I need to explain something about myself before we go into this. It's important for you to understand. I have a bit of dark humor in me, if you will. And I got most of this from the Marines. And look, I'm going to get to politics. I just I want you to understand this before I explain. There's something you discover when you go through horrible miserable things with no escape something you discover at least something I discovered I guess I should I shouldn't make it about you I'll make it about me something I discovered was this sometimes as the old saying goes all you can do is laugh because there's nothing else there's nothing else you can you can possibly do you can't get out of the situation there's virtually nothing you can do to ease your pain or suffering in a situation, sometimes in order to avoid crying and giving up, you just got to laugh. And I'm going to tell you a story here before I get into this New York judge. I don't even care that it's the opening of the show. I'm going to tell you a story here. I've told it before. it's a long time ago. After boot camp, if you're in the infantry, they send you to SOI, School of Infantry. It's pretty brutal. A couple months long, if I remember right. And they send you to, well, for us, they sent us to Camp Pendleton. And they teach you how to be in the infantry. You don't really learn that in the Marines in boot camp. You learn how to march and yes, sir, and take care of your uniform and get yourself in shape. But you don't know how to be in the infantry. You don't know how to patrol. You don't know how to handle a grenade and claymores. and You just don't know these things. And so they send you to a school to teach you these things. And of course, because it's the Marines, they make it as miserable as humanly possible. Don't worry, I'm coming back to everything. Just stay with me. One night, they decided they were going to teach us how to dig our fighting holes. One thing you will notice when you read the stories from warriors throughout history, whether it's the Romans to the Marines of today or who else, combat in in, in war, it's not as much shooting as you think. So much of it is just about lack of sleep and digging and being hungry. Lack of sleep, digging, and being hungry is like 99% of your time. Fighting holes are horrible. You have to dig them down to your chest depth, straight down. And they took us to this horrifically rocky part of the area in Camp Pendleton. And they had us start digging. And they had us do this on a night where it was freezing rain. I believe it was about 39, 38 degrees, 40 degrees and dumping rain on us, which is the most cold you'll ever be because you're soaking wet and freezing the whole time. At one point in time, guys started to get hypothermia a couple guys tried to escape off the base, even though we were in the middle of nowhere. They just couldn't take it anymore. They just mentally broke, and we lost them. This when they took off, they found them. They found them wandering through the wilderness on the base. It was it was a bad night, right? And I'll never forget as long as I live. At one point, we we took a break because not only are we freezing cold, we can't feel our hands. We're exhausted. We haven't slept, and we're all sitting around one of the fighting holes. And I don't remember who started it. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was someone else we're looking at each other and we just started to laugh and I don't mean little Snickers I'm talking barrel laughs and from that point on we learned man when it sucks bad sometimes all you can do is laugh I saw this headline and it saddened me it did and the Georgia information about Trump saddened me as well and it did but honestly part of me thinks it's hilarious because of that dark humor portion. I'm not saying the situation's funny. But what else can you do? Is But but laugh. Even the quote from this New York judge made me laugh. The judge, is his name is Juan Merchant. Juan Merchant is the New York judge. You're going to want to remember that name. You know, I don't bore you with names and details. But that's probably going to be the first of the cases brought to trial. The New York one. Alvin Bragg, New York City. Juan Merchant is the judge. The judge card-carrying democrat the judge's daughter's company works for democrat merchant himself donated to democrats back in 2020 all democrats right so trump trump's lawyers rightfully understandably said hey uh do we have a new judge Uh, there's no way i can get a, a fair trial in new york city 85% Democrats in lower Manhattan. When you throw in the fact that the judge is a card-carrying communist, I would really like like a new judge. But this is when we get to the funny part. Funny as in dark and horrible, but still funny. We live in a country where the justice system is so irreparably broken, so stacked, at least in certain areas, against anybody who thinks like you do that the judge himself made the call on whether or not he should be recused. And I know you're going to find this shocking, but the judge decided he should not be recused. And that isn't even the funniest part. The funniest part of it is the judge's direct quote about himself and why he didn't recuse himself. Are you ready for this? This is an all-timer. This was the part. I read it this morning, and I burst out laughing. And the wife said, what? What's funny? Did you read a joke? And I said, no, nah, we're just screwed. She said, well, well, why is that funny? So here it is. This is the judge's quote on why he didn't recuse himself. The judge wrote that he examined his conscience and is certain in his ability to be fair and impartial. <laughs> hey, look, I wrote, I read what you wrote about me. And let me tell you, I've been thinking about me a lot. And I think I'm just fine. I'm not worried about me. (laughs) We are so screwed. That is not good. That's definitely, that's not a good place to be. And let's just talk about the ugliness part of it. As I've tried to warn everybody on the right. And I'm not warning you for any other reason than you can mentally prepare yourself. Because it's important we are mentally prepared for the most insane ugly election cycle any of us have ever experienced. Whether you are one of the 90-year-olds who listens to the show or one of the nine-year-olds, you've never seen anything like you are about to see. Trump is in deep trouble. Now, a fourth time, in the fourth area, and I'm going to read for you some details on that in just a moment, This, this Georgia stuff and a document leaked and whatnot, but he's in very deep trouble because the system has dedicated itself to his destruction and now these different, and almost hurts us that they are actually not coordinating with each other, these different parts of the system have dedicated themselves to being these communist warriors improving themselves to the rest of the system. They're all going for a promotion. This is part of what's holding us back. This is part of why he's in such deep trouble. I want you to picture a king, right? Picture a king. And the king decides, you know what I need? I need every ginger. We don't want any more redheads in this kingdom. I want somebody to cut off the head of every ginger in the kingdom. And in fact, whoever cuts off the most heads, he's going to be a governor of one of my nicest areas. And that's what he puts out. Is he going to direct the ginger killing? No, of course, the bloodletting of all those soulless demons. He's not going to direct it. But because of his decree, he guaranteed it's about to get rough out there for the albinos. He guaranteed it was coming. That's what we have in America. The entire system in the country, from entertainment to political to whatever, it's so set up to reward the destruction of Trump they're all simply going to march that way and they will not turn from it. So that's that. Now that we've covered that, let's cover the latest and greatest on Georgia in the leaked document. Now, before we cover that, let's cover your income, your retirement. We all need more of it right now. We all want to know what should I be doing? What should I be doing? Jesse, what should I be doing with my money? Where should I be going? Things you can touch and feel. Things you can touch and feel. Real estate, real estate, real estate. Do you want to know why you go buy that home? It's not just because of the guaranteed monthly income that home is going to bring you. You go buy that home because no matter what calamity strikes us, that home will have incredible value because a home is something you can touch and feel and has use. But how do you begin? You're not some big shot real estate investor. I'm not. I don't have any idea. I don't have to know. Done for you real estate knows. And not only do they know, they handle it all for you. They even find you the properties in the best markets. They vet them. They get the financing. They get it insured. They handle the rental process. They handle it all. You start out with a home. It turns into two. It turns into five. One day you have 10 and you're retiring and passing that on to your children. This is for normal people, not the uber rich. Go to doneforyoujesse.com and find out how you can start. Done for you, Jesse.com. Start tonight. Truth. Attitude.
0: Jesse Kelly.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Monday. I can't get the smile off my face, man. Hey, we have each other. All right. As everything burns down around us, we have a growing, ambitious, anti-communist community. Always keep that in mind. Before I get to the Georgia thing, I just have to express this. I was going to wait till next hour, but I'm so disappointed in Michael and producer Michael. Here's why. I took the time this weekend, yesterday, to smoke another queso. You know, I make this world-class smoked queso. I made some smoked chicken. It was, it was okay. It was pretty good. I do not think it was as good as a brisket, but I smoked some queso with it, and it was dynamite. It was just perfect, just like the last one. And I texted Michael this morning... Hey, I'm bringing in some queso. Now, in case you're wondering, pause. Why I didn't text Jewish producer Chris about the queso, it's because I put pork chorizo in the queso. Chris is Jewish. Chris can't eat it. So I didn't... I'm not trying to turn Chris into a sinner. So I only texted Michael. I only... No, Chris, I suggested you try it when you get here if you thought it'd be okay. I didn't tell you to. Anyway, back to Michael. I texted Michael this morning. And I said... I said, I'm bringing you in some queso out of the goodness of my heart. Make sure you have dipping chips ready. And I brought the queso in. And Michael sits down and he reheats the queso like he should. And I come back and you know what he's freaking eating my queso with? Ritz crackers. He said, sorry, we don't have any dipping chips in the kitchen. I said, make sure. Make sure. You were handed a masterpiece and you used Ritz crackers on it. Never again, Michael. You're suspended from queso for a year. Never again. Now, let's get to Georgia. Remember, you can email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats. Trump's got an indictment coming. We actually have the list. We believe we have the list. We're 99% sure we have the list of what he's going to be charged with. In Georgia, and let me explain why I just had to put all those qualifiers out there. We believe we have it. We might have it. We think we have it. We're fairly sure we have it. Here's what happened. Where he's going to be indicted in Georgia is Fulton County, Georgia. Fulton County, Georgia. This is Atlanta. All right, just know you think of Georgia, you think of blood red uh, state, you think of probably banana pudding, and you should with the Nilla wafers. What, you've never had banana pudding, Chris? Why don't you think of Georgia? That's a Georgia thing. Anyway, shut up, Chris. That's what you think of when you think of Georgia. Maybe some dimes with that lovely Georgia Southern accent. Well, I want you to set that Georgia out of your mind when you're thinking of Fulton County, Georgia. You see, that Georgia you have in your mind, that's the rest of Georgia. When it comes to Fulton County, Georgia, I want you to think of Fulton County, Georgia, more of like uh, the Kremlin. All right? That would be more similar to Fulton County, Georgia, the Kremlin. Now, Fulton County, their court, they have a website. Now, we've known for a while that these Georgia indictments for Trump are probably coming this week. Every rumor I heard said it was going to actually be tomorrow. It was going to be Tuesday. On the official Fulton County Georgia court website, a document appeared today, this morning, and then was deleted. But it did appear on the website, and it most definitely is an official-looking document. What is the document? Well, it's the case information for a Donald John Trump. I even have the case number sitting in front of me. I have the document that was on the website with the case number, Trump's name, and the various counts he's being charged with. Now, if you would like to hear those counts, here's a run of the counts for you detail nerds, I personally wouldn't want to hear this, but I realize it's a show for everybody and we have engineers in the crowd, so here you go. First count, violation of the Georgia RICO. That's a uh, racketeer influenced and corrupt organizations act. If that sounds familiar, that's what they use against the mafia all the time. Just a heads up, that's a, quote, serious felony. Second charge, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Next one, conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Next one, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Next one, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings. Next one, conspiracy to commit filing false documents. Next one, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings, filing false documents, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, false statements in writings, solicitation of violence of oath by public officer, and false statements in writings. That is one one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve felonies and one serious felony it's listed as on top of it the serious felony would be the Rico one now it's time to just talk briefly about what we just discussed before remember we were talking about the king and the ginger hunters this is just another communist da that's what this is It's another communist DA. Her name is Fannie Willis. This is another one of those just like Alvin Bragg. You're going to have to get to know this name. And maybe you're marveling. Maybe you're marveling at all these charges. If you're marveling at the charges, I want to play something for you. Something you've heard. Something you know. But I want you to remember this.
2: Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people to undermine democracy itself. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans quote a clear and present danger to our democracy.
1: You remember that speech. We're going to have a talk about that speech and why it all ties back to a lot of what we're seeing now. Then we'll get to the Biden stuff and the illegals and whatnot. I do want to point something out. I want to point out that it's important for you to have emergency food in your home. The evil people who run this country, the justice system and otherwise, those are the same people who are trying, trying to blow up our supply chains. That's not an accident. Our supply chains, our food sources, they've openly declared war on them. They're already shutting down farms in the Western world. Do you have an emergency three-month food kit? If not, my Patriot Supply has you cover. They have the biggest discount they offer right now for a limited time. They're 25% off. You have to go to preparewithjessikelly.com to get that, though. Preparewithjessikelly.com. That includes free shipping, 25% off. Buy it. Do not brag about it. Do not post on social media about it. Buy it. Hide it, all right, and pray you never need it. Preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back
0: listening to the oracle you're gonna love this one it's a scream baby the jesse kelly show
2: bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy last year by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or
0: energy.com for the prospectus and more information.
1: Is the Jesse Kelly show? Apparently it's going to be a dark night here on the Jesse Kelly show. I had no idea. Look, if I had known if I had known that Smoking Queso this weekend was going to cause such a rift here in the studio, I would never have done it. I would never have done it. Since then I've brought the Queso in as I already explained. Michael, I caught Michael eating it with Ritz crackers. Chris just decided to try to inform me during the break that my queso wasn't supposed to be yellow and that I was supposed to instead get white queso because it looked more appetizing, as if white is more appealing than yellow. Sorry, racist, but I don't look at color like that, Chris. That's one. Two, then Chris said that lame saying that I've heard my entire life, how you eat with your eyes. We've talked about this before. Maybe you eat with your eyes. I eat with my mouth. I don't shove my queso into my eyes, and I couldn't because it's too spicy. I would have a hard time seeing after that. But you have your white queso there, white supremacist. Sorry, Chris. The rest of us will keep not seeing color. Now, let's go back to these prosecutors. Alvin Bragg led the charge. Then Jack Smith from DC got in charge or got, got involved. Well was already was involved, but he pressed charges. And then this fanny woman out of Atlanta got involved. What are we seeing? What we're seeing is something we can take a lesson from. You know, we're not going to yell and scream about this. You already know the indictment, indictments suck and everything. There's a lesson we can learn from how much they're coming down and destroying Trump. And they will. They, they will destroy him. I know that's hor- horrible, and I know it's difficult to hear. But there's there's no way. You, you can't beat that. You can't beat four raps. You'd be lucky if you could beat one Even with all of Trump's means and whatnot, you're very—he's not going to defeat four of them. So there's a lesson there for us. We can sit and whine and scream and yell and gnash our teeth, or we can learn a lesson here. The lesson for the right is this: language leads to mindset, mindset leads to performance. Language leads to mindset, mindset leads to performance. When my kids have something crappy we're going to go do or something that's not going to be fun, maybe I'm dragging them to an event of some kind or maybe we're going to go do some chores around the house or something like that, or something like that, and it's going to suck. Did you know I will tell my sons that it's going to suck? Hey, kids, we got to go to this thing tonight. It's for work. Bunch of people are going to be there, and I will just, I'll just lay it out for them, and it's going to be boring. Really, really boring, and I'll tell them after that. So get your minds right now. I don't want to hear any whining. I want your minds right. I want you shaking hands, looking people in the eye, making conversation. Is it gonna suck? Yep, it's gonna be friggin' horrible. I want you to get your mind right now. And every time I do that, my sons will show up and perform like studs. Boom. Why? Their minds are right. I didn't feed them a bill of goods. I didn't tell them, hey, we're going to this big party with a bunch of people. It's going to be sweet. Live it up, baby. Then they'd show up and it would suck and their minds weren't right and it would go bad. Communists get their people's minds right, ready for battle. The communist gets his people to sharpen their knives and the right does not. That is why you see communist action over and over and over again, and that's why you see low TGOP GOP in action over and over and over again. Language leads to mindset. Mindset leads to performance. If you talk to somebody on the right, even someone far to the right, Maybe someone, I don't consider myself this, but a traditional conservative, you know, a a really far to the right person. I'm an anti-communist, as you well know. But if you talk to someone even hardcore on the right, a writer or a, a pundit, TV, radio, a politician, you ask them about the communists. They'll call them progressives. They'll call them Democrats. They'll call them insane, flawed. They'll say everything everything in order to avoid saying that's an evil communist who's trying to destroy everything and if you don't stop him he's going to burn everything you love to ash that's how we should be talking about them do you know why for Completely separate indictments are coming down. Actually, I take that back. The D.C. and Florida one are kind of linked, but whatever we're going to do. Why are four separate indictments coming down from Donald Trump? Three separate prosecutors, one in D.C., one in Atlanta. And the charges are so over the top and absurd. We'd all laugh about them if we weren't busy crying. But how does this happen? You know how this happens? Because for six years you have heard nothing but language like this. Donald Trump and the
2: MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people to undermine democracy itself. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights. To the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. Trump and he-
1: When communists speak like that, their people change their mindset. You see, whether it's Alvin Bragg, Jack Smith, or Fannie Willis, they're not out there worrying about the Constitution, the rule of law, They're not worried about the future of America. They're not worried about what it will mean for America's future or lack thereof to indict the leading candidates several times in the election year. All the things you're worried about, they're things that never cross their minds. Why didn't it cross their minds? Because their minds have been changed. Their minds are in the mindset that they are communist soldiers on the front line taking down the enemy. They have their people in the right mindset. We're too busy talking about their people as if they're just kind of misguided, naive hippies who slightly missed the ball along the way. Meanwhile, they're talking like this. Domestic terrorism
2: from white supremacists is the most lethal terrorist threat. In the homeland white supremacists right-wing extremists and domestic terrorists trying to stoke fear in the hearts of New Yorkers from a terrorism perspective I think domestic violent extremism is one of the greatest terrorism related threats that we face.
3: In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race.
0: I think um, MAGA and the domestic terror threat is much more worrisome than any foreign threat we could face.
1: You may have rolled your eyes and scoffed as you've heard them repeat those same lines over and over and over and over and over again from FBI officials to DOJ officials to media pundits to Democrat politicians to Hollywood actors and actresses to even athletes. They constantly spoke about you in that way for year after year after year after year. You're a terrorist. You're a threat. You're a terrorist. You're a threat to democracy. You're going to end America. You're the most dangerous thing in the world. Maybe you rolled your eyes. Maybe you scoffed. But the truth is they spent years preparing their people's mindsets for battle. And in their minds, with the 2024 election upon us, there's no election. There's a battle upon us. And Fannie Willis... She believes she is the vanguard. Alvin Bragg. You see him as a corrupt New York City George Soros communist politician, and you're 100% right about that. Alvin Bragg sees himself as a knight in shining armor on a white horse with a sword out, ready to lead his army into battle. Jack Smith. Jack Smith is right there with him. The vanguard. We prepare our people To be gentle sheep with our language, they prepare their people for war. And we wonder why we're on the losing end of it. All right, we're moving on. We got lots of other things to do. Just remember, language leads to mindset. Mindset leads to action. Now, let's get you something else. Because I saw a story yesterday about food costs. And everybody I know... It's complaining about food costs. And what I've tried to encourage you and my friends to do over and over and over again is seek out sources away from your grocery store to get better quality and less money. Where do you buy your meat? I know where you buy your meat. You buy it in the grocery store. Everyone does. I did forever. When you go to the grocery store, that's when you pick up your burger. That's when you pick up your chicken. That's when you pick up. Stop doing that. There's better meat out there. All American meat. Good Ranchers is the company, and they're our people. They love God, they love America, and they have all American meat. And they have free two years worth of free ground beef to anyone who subscribes. That's four hundred and eighty dollars worth of meat. If, when you go to GoodRanchers.com today and use the code Jesse, you get twenty five bucks off and four hundred eighty dollars worth of free ground beef in the two years, in the first two years. Go enjoy the best meat you've ever had in your life. Better prices, better meat. GoodRanchers.com. Code
0: Jesse. Jesse Kelly. Back soon.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, and we've got Medal of Honor Monday coming up about 10 minutes from now. Oh, man, that's embarrassing. I just did that, and that was a lie. What I just did was a lie. Not the Medal of Honor Monday part, but I was looking at when we were going to do Medal of Honor Monday. And I forgot my watch at home today. And I just looked at my wrist for effect, even though it's radio, and that didn't affect you at all. And I said, oh, about 10 minutes from now, as I was looking at my blank wrist, I'm a liar. I'm a worthless liar. Anyway, we got Medal of Honor Monday, about 10 minutes from now. We're going to talk about that FBI shooting we're going to talk about that extensively and kind of what it means for the country next hour. We are going to get into more of the the special counsel stuff, the lamentations of the working man. We have so much to get to. But I want to get back to something we talked about last week about we have an opportunity. There is a fatal flaw of communism that can be exploited and must be exploited as often as possible if we're going to be going to defeat it. Communists have many advantages. They have no rules, no morals. That really helps them. That helps them a lot in battle. It helps to be the one without any rules. They believe in offense all the time because destruction is the point of their religion. That helps them as well. But the fatal flaw is that communism doesn't work. It sounds very simplistic, but it's true. It's awful. It's awful to live under. It doesn't work. We can exploit that, and we should. I saw this story, and it's very, very sad. It's, it's extremely sad. I'm not celebrating the story at all, but I saw this story about Erie County in New York. That's Buffalo, for those who aren't aware. Erie County, New York. 22-year-old asylum seeker, they call him. That's an illegal. They call him, of course, an asylum seeker. Um, he was being helped by an organization that helps these people, these illegals. 27-year-old woman was assaulted horribly by this person, which obviously is just the most unspeakably awful thing in the world. Because of that, Erie County said, hey, you know, I think we're out on the whole illegal immigration thing. News Nation ran a nice segment on it, I will give them credit, here it was. Two migrant sex crime arrests have sparked outrage from local officials in western New, in New York. Frustrated leaders in Erie County are now putting a pause on accepting any more migrants, at least until security efforts show up. This is coming after uh, authorities in Chictuwaga arrested 22-year-old Kendu Jensi on Friday on charges of sex abuse and unlawful Imprisonment. The migrant is from the Republic of Congo and is being accused of attacking an employee inside a hotel. The victim was working for an organization assisting asylum seekers at a hotel being used to shelter migrants arriving from New York City. The hotel sits across the street from a residential neighborhood. Chiktuwaga Police Chief Brian Gold is calling for the hotel to be shut down as a shelter for migrants. I'm asking that the for the immediate Discontinue. yeah okay he calls for it to be shut down and let's just address that That, that, I wanted to get to that part specifically you want to shut it down as a hotel for migrants why no I, I really want to know if that hotel is not a place where illegals should be welcomed in because illegals might hurt people then why are they allowed in the borders of the united states of america does anyone feel like asking the very basic question it's like the basic question we've been, we've been asking about the hunter biden joe biden stuff we can point to the bribery stuff all day long they receive these payments that payments but the most basic question's the one no one's asking what did they sell for that but back to the illegals they're all on the same lines if the illegals are too dangerous to have in the hotel, then why is it okay to allow them in America at all? Wouldn't you consider it to be a little bit suspicious if I tell my neighbors, hey, got a couple dudes, they're coming into the neighborhood. Welcome them in with open arms. And a couple days later, I kick them out of my house and say, man, these are dangerous dudes. Someone else better take these guys in, just not at my house. Doesn't sound right, now does it? Maybe it's time for this nation to start speaking in very frank ways about illegal immigration, about the horrors of illegal immigration, about the horrors that happen to the people who come, about the horrors the people who come with them do to them, about the horrors that are done to this nation, our citizens, our Our people routinely abused by illegal immigrants. Our sovereignty, our school systems, our hospitals routinely abused by illegal immigrants. But again, back to what we were just talking about, you can't even get the low-T GOP to talk about illegal immigrants. In fact, if you even get the GOP to talk about it at all, what will they do? They'll do this thing. Well, I mean, we we, uh, should definitely uh, deport the criminals. The most basic thing in the world. Uh, No, they're all criminals. Deport them all. Got to get to an email here in a moment before I get to that. And before we get to Medal of Honor Monday, let's do something wonderful tonight. We can't forget about doing wonderful things. We can't wallow in our pity, wallow in our sorrows, and forget that there are people out there who need help. People need guided to make the right decisions, to make the right choices about things. You can scream at a young lady all day long that she shouldn't have that abortion. Did you show her the baby? Because she has been lied to and doesn't think she has one. She thinks she has a clump of cells. Until she gets that ultrasound, she doesn't know she's already a mother. Preborn gives her that ultrasound free. You have to pay for it. You pay for it. They give it to her for free. The ultrasound costs $28. These women who are seeking out abortions, they go, they lay down for their ultrasound, and they choose life. When they hear the heartbeat, they choose life. $28. Preborn.com slash Jesse is what gets it. Preborn.com slash Jesse. That's how you save a life. Sponsored by Preborn. All right. I'm going to move off all the illegal immigration stuff And we're going to do a Medal of Honor Monday. And look, they're all special. I don't want to act like one's more special than the other because some are shorter than others because the act of heroism was shorter and more instant. You know, if uh, you charge five machine gun nests and kill 20 Germans with your bare hands, that's obviously amazing and brave, and you deserve a Medal of Honor. But your Medal of Honor citation will be a little longer than, let's say mine if someone rolls a grenade into my fighting hole and I dive on it so I can die instead of my friend. Did I Was I less brave than the guy who charged five machine gun nests? No. It just is going to be a little bit shorter of a read. More boring read. I said all that to say this. The one I'm about to read you is not a boring read. This gentleman, he woke up that morning and chose violence. And sadly, the Germans were there, and he was the one they were angry with. And I will say exactly what this gentleman did next, and then we're going to move on to all kinds of other things. The FBI shooting, the special counsel, the sadness of Americans, and more. Still, so much to go to tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on.